Please be aware that this series is tongue-in-cheek and not for the easily offended. You couldn't make it up with Pat O'Mahony in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps. This is News Talk. Welcome to You Couldn't Make It Up, where each week we count the cost of the news and, much to no one's surprise, nearly always go over budget. I'm your host, Pat O'Mahony, and this week I'm joined by a quartet of value-for-money funny folk. Please welcome to my right side two comedy performers we can always bank on, Sharon Mannion and Lisa Garvey. And on my left, I'm not sure there was any great interest in us bringing them back, but they were deposited here anyway. Paddy Courtney and Patrick MacDonald. <laughs> Round one is News of the World, where we test how much our teams have been keeping up with the week's major news events and whether they look better in an Irish or English jersey. As usual, some of the characters we hear in this round will reappear in sketches both teams will perform at the end of the show. Paddy and Patrick, here are your stories. I accept responsibility for what happened here and I need to learn and the government needs to learn from what we can do differently on very, very, very big projects like this. bunch and if it was up to me you'd all get an award which is presumably why it's not up to me but let's see which brave souls have battled through the english weather in a chauffeur driven limousine yeah well the first one is obviously uh, pascal saying everything but apologizing uh, pascal who does he not have a name give him a name pascal donahue there the minister go. for telling us more fibs all the time <laughs> and uh... but i think i don't think he's like that at all i i, I think yeah. this, this is just a you know, complete fun. He's like, I'd like to say thank you all for coming here and being here and I'm just going to keep talking till you forget what I'm supposed to be talking about <laughs> and we've no money left. And then he goes home to his wife and he's like, oh, darling, what a terrible day. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he actually speaks. What's it up to now? It's a 2.2 billion they reckon Probably, it's going to yeah. cost. Like, so what would you do with 2.2 billion? Buy a, a one-bed flat in Ring's End. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get that for that. There's loads of green belt places to build, though, isn't there? There's loads of green... I think that part of Dublin is the brown belt. <laughs> I don't know. And there's the black belt out in Ballymun, I'd say, probably. There was another story in there, gents. Oh, Joanna Lumley presented the BAFTAs and she was absolutely shite. Uh, she was terrible. <laughs> it wasn't funny at all. Yeah, God love her. I don't know who wrote the script, but she was, it was terrible. It was very embarrassing. I, I would like to win an award, though. Like, you, you see, all, whenever the award season is around, I'm like, oh, I'd like to be part of that. Like, or, like when you get reviewed, th- I got a great review uh, once. It's my favourite review I ever got. I was doing a comedy show and the review said she didn't let the fact that nobody was laughing put her off. <laughs> <laughs> but is it our chance again to, like, laugh at the BAFTAs, because we're kind of jealous because our one is not that good. Or just because of Brexit, we just go, ah, look, they're doing something wrong. And, like, now we've, we've got Olivia Coleman. Can we claim her as ours because she's in oh, The yeah. Favourite? Like, they're saying this is an Irish film. It's an Irish-produced film, Irish production company behind it. I have That's something right. to say oh. that is a little controversial. Ooh. I don't like Olivia Coleman. Oh, what? my God. What? Yeah. That's like saying you hate Santa. I, well, let, oh. I'll, well, let me get on to him in a minute. Uh, <laughs> she's like somebody's mother has just wandered onto set and now she's behind the, in front of the camera and I just kind of think... Oh, she's in everything. Like, she's in everything. Sorry, I, ju- I need to... I can't get over the fact that you don't like Olivia Coleman. I'm really yeah. upset about that. Yeah. I love her and I sort of want to be her. 
No, so like, well, so do I. Like, yeah. I know. I, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm incredibly jealous and I resentful of people yeah. who are more successful right, than me. Okay. Is that not obvious? That's <laughs> what it is. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> that was Pascal Donahue apologising for his government's only slight lack of mathematical prowess in budgeting for the cost of the new children's hospital. And Joanna Lumley's less than absolutely fabulous performance hosting the BAFTAs. Right, Sharon and Lisa, have a listen to this. It is absolutely extraordinary that Michal Martin, the leader of Fianna Fáil, would consider it to be satisfactory that the minister merely present himself and make an apology to the doll. This conviction is a victory for the American people who has suffered so long and so much while Guzman made billions pouring poison over our southern border. Yeah, so the second one there, I think, is uh, a report about uh, your man, El Chapo. So he's big, like, drug lord or whatever, and he's been captured and he's put in prison now. But I just feel like uh, Netflix has ruined this for us. It's just made drug lords sexy now. And Like, do you ever watch Banged Up Abroad? <laughs> and they're, they're, there's always, like, you know, oh, I needed, like... I needed the £2,000 to get rid of my student debt. And you're like, oh. But then there's always a moment where they're like, so there I am with 45 kilos of cocaine shoved up my ass." And you're like... <laughs> but, like, now he's in jail. Is that the end of drugs? Is that it over? You can't get <laughs> cocaine and heroin. That's the end of it. It was a great time. We had a great yeah. couple of years. But, no, that's it. Back to Guinness now. Yeah, <laughs> there oh, was yeah. another story. Mary Lou, yeah. yes. Um, she was... Uh, where do you think? It's, it's been 25 years since... Remember they had that voiceover that they couldn't actually speak? She wouldn't be able to speak on, you know, British oh, television. Censorship. The censorship. That's uh, you know. 21? Yes. Um, <laughs> all I knew is this, this is the voice of an actor, you know, whenever Jerry, Jerry Adams would speak. But I'm just thinking, who who would do her now today? Like, who, who would Amy be... Amy Huberman. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, my God. Like, I just love, like, unity between Ireland. <laughs> and <laughs> me and Bri would just love it. Oh, uh, Saoirse Ronan. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, I just go to get my nails done in tropical popical, like, and um, I don't really care about getting my nails done um, or the, woman, the unity. Uh, the woman who does the voiceover on the Lewis. On kids doll Ella, make it a corchina. On kids doll Ella, Chucky Arlong. <laughs> I tell you who would end up doing it would be Olivia Bloody Colby. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sinn Féin's Mary Lou Macdonald confidently motioning in the direction of the Minister for Health, Simon Harris, once again over the cost of the new children's hospital. And hoping for no more great escapes, the not-that-surprising-at-all guilty verdict in the trial in New York of Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. One of these is a leader of a violent organisation that has terrorised a troubled part of the world with violence and corruption. And the other, of course, is Mary Lou <laughs> MacDonald. <laughs> so round one has given us some characters for the team's end of show sketches. Now let's see if we can find something inappropriate for them to say. Round two is stand and deliver. These are a quantum of quotes from those hogging the headlines over the past week, and it's up to our teams to figure out who said what. Paddy and Patrick, <clears throat> here are your righteous ramblings. OK, number one. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, I wondered had I turned into Rip Van Winkle, who, who fell asleep for 20 years and woke up to find that uh, everything had changed. The thick fella from Boyzone. <laughs> They're all thick, Paddy. <laughs> Bubbly Bertie's back. Bertie, Bertie Heron. Heron. Well done. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, he's responding to a question from the House of Commons uh, exiting the European Union Committee. Brilliant. Uh, now, who's this? Oh, yeah. I don't really wash my hands ever. Germs are not a real thing. I can't see them. Therefore, they're not real. Simon Harris denying any need for nurses? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so uh, it was a guy on American television from Fox and Friends, Pete Hegseth. Uh, he was host of Donald Trump's favourite TV show uh, during a discussion about eating day-old pizza that had not been refrigerated. <laughs> OK, so... Uh, it is a sentence from which there is no escape and no return. Oh, El Chapo Guzman being sent down forever. Correct. And ever. No, it's about, yeah, it's about him. All right. It's US attorney Richard Donoghue. Uh, after notorious cartel boss El Chapo was found guilty of drug trafficking at his trial in New York. OK, I still don't believe he did it. He seems like a lovely fellow, lovely little fellow. <laughs> <laughs> OK, right. My colleagues think it is hilarious that I simply cannot smell cannabis, so I am hopeless in that respect. El Chapo's wife. No, you're not right, no. No, no it's English. I was doing an English accent. All right, is she not English? No, she's not English, no, no, no. This is a senior police officer in Britain. Her name is, a great name, Cressida Dick. I love that name. Fantastic. The head of Scotland Yard on her inability to detect the smell of cannabis. Okay. Oh, wait, there's more. Europe is sleepwalking into oblivion. Your time is up. Do you want to finish it? Oh, yeah. Europe is sleepwalking into oblivion and its people must wake up before it's too late. It was... The chairman of Eurovision because Israel won. That's right, yeah, 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 yeah. No, close, actually. George Soros, uh, chairman of Soros Fund Management defending Europe from its enemies. Paddy and Patrick. (laughs) Right, Sharon and Lisa, here are your worthy wordings. Uh, I was always like, I want to do it until there are no more embryos left. Someone with a load of kids. Miriam O'Callaghan. Give me a clue. Very close. Other Uh, than saying the quote. Very tall. Blonde. Miriam (laughs) O'Callaghan. Mid-50s. My my mother. No, she's not tall. It's model and actress Brigitte Nielsen on giving birth at 54. Oh, fair play to her. Fair Why would you be bothered? Her. Okay. <laughs> More power to her. Mm. Uh, okay, next up. Um, I'm a people person, quite positive, quite cheeky, and a little bit of a smart arse at times. Pat Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> No, if that was bad, he would. I'm a people person, quite cheeky, and a bit of a smart arse. So uh, what accent no. are you doing for that again? He's American, American. born in America. And he has an American accent. But his dad is an American. His dad's from Northern Ireland. Oh, eh? Well, uh, George Best's son, Callum Best. Yes. Yes. See? Very good impression. It was like he was in the room. It it wasn't the very not subtle clue that (laughs) you get out of it. He's apparently abandoned his rock and roll lifestyle. Was he a rock and roll person? He was a bit wild. He's wild. A bit yeah. wild. Oh. But he him and El Chapo. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> Olivia Colman. <laughs> yeah. The British government has played a game of chicken with the Irish interests. They're running down the clock. It sounds like Mary Lou. Is uh, she talking about Brexit or is she talking about the Declan Rice saga? Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, it was Sinn Féin party leader Mary Lou Macdonald dismissing the suggestions that their motion of no confidence in Health Minister Simon Harris was reckless. And Very also, good. she's raging about Declan Rice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Keep up that fight. Bring it to your schools. You don't have to be indoctrinated by these loser teachers that are already trying to sell you on socialism from birth. This is someone coming back from the Gale Tut. <laughs> With a, a new agenda. Is it one of the Americans that we're ashamed of? Yes. Is it one of the... It is, is one, one of, the, of them. Is it one of the Trumps? It's, one of the, it's not the big orangey-headed one. It's the small orange one. one. It's the Mandarin, the, it's sa the Satsuma. It's the Satsuma <laughs> fella, yeah. Does he have a name? Donald, Donald Trump, Trump Jr. Jr. Yeah, there that's you what go. she was alluding to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that yeah. was at his father's rally in El Paso. Um, oh, El Paso, El Chabo. Um, Never mind. Sorry. I don't know what this person sounds like, but... Uh, oh, well, that's a good start. Why hasn't the Catholic Church excommunicated her? That was definitely uh, a reference to the Virgin Mary. She should be out by now. She's broken several of the rules. A baby out of wedlock, they don't like that. They do not. So, yeah. uh, excommunicated, it could be one of several people I went to school with, uh, <laughs> including myself. Uh, I, I don't know, who's excommunicated? It's uh, Nolene Larman on Culture Minister Josepha Madigan thinking that it's okay to be pro-choice. She was part of a protest outside some event that... Uh, Josephine was was at you. Member of the public. I don't know. And now she's, she's on the radio. Member of the, well, well done, Nolene. Congratulations. You're doing Fair almost as good as Sharon is here tonight. <laughs> well done, Sharon and Lisa. <laughs> so after two rounds, we now have characters and dialogue that I'll be doling out to our teams for their sketches at the end of the show. Join us after the break, during which we'll try to console ourselves over Declan Rice dumping us the day before Valentine's when he told us, it's not you. It's them. You couldn't make it up with Pat O'Mahony on News Talk. In partnership with Tesco. Every little helps. Welcome back to You Couldn't Make It Up. And before Pascal Donoghue insists on serenading us with sorry seems to be the hardest word, let's crack on with round three, Reckon Me Headlines. News Talk Susan Kyo will deliver some odd and obscure headlines from around the world and our teams will mortgage their reputations on guessing the stories behind them. Fingers on buzzers, everyone. Susan, can we have our first headline, please? Star of Croker saves Holy Smoker. Paddy. This is the story of the woman up the North, Protestant woman who walked into a Catholic church by mistake and burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one during the week. <laughs> usually happens. Well, if you guys don't know, maybe Susan does. A former All-Ireland winning GAA star has been hailed a hero after saving a woman whose coat caught fire at a mass in Donegal. Donald Reid rushed to pat down the woman after she unknowingly brushed up against a holy candle. <laughs> now, oh I think it's a sign of actually the, the Me Too movement gone a little bit too far, you know, that you actually have to set a woman on fire just to be able to touch her. And pat her down. <laughs> I, I suppose, like a lot of people, I haven't been to Mass in a long time. Uh, the last time I went, I did that thing, you know, where the priest goes, body of Christ, and you go, thanks a million. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, what's our next headline, please? Fake fast track found on online platform. Lisa. Is this someone that's ordered 
and expressing online, like like platform shoes from Baby Spice or something like that? No? Anybody? I, I can tell by the silence that, sounds... that the answer is no. Susan, what is the story? <laughs> India's railway minister, Payesh Goyal, has been mocked for sharing a video of the country's first locally built fast train on Twitter and Facebook using footage that was sped up to twice its normal speed. Goyle was quickly rumbled by opposition politicians and social media users. So even the Indian footage is doctored. <laughs> hey. Hey. That, uh, how did you think he was going to get away with that? Like, like when people, surely when people are on the actual train, they'll realise. That'd be like, we could do that here. We could just like... The government should should show footage of ER and be like, that's the children's hospital there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to go to the toilet in that train, I would imagine. It'd be pretty tough at the double the speed. Like, well, you know, I hope they don't have the ones we have, which no. is like now just a gamble with a long door of like, <laughs> and you're miles away from us. You're going, oh my God, please don't open. Yeah. It's like a game show. Da -da -da, you've won, a peeing woman. <laughs> but don't you, you're not allowed to flush the toilet no. No. in the train stations not, no. in Ireland. Only in Limerick Junction, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mind. <laughs> Susan, what's our next headline, please? Love at first swipe. Pull the other one. Sharon. This is, it's, I think it's in England, and they have set up basically a Tinder for cows. <laughs> so it's for... Um, Where do they go on dates? They bring them to the movies? Very oh. good. Oh. There, very good <laughs> yeah so farmers can basically go online and like set up uh i think it's quite sad to think that cows are struggling with finding love just as much as humans are is this why we're constantly being told that species are dying out they just can't find the one and they're just <laughs> giving up they're just as depressed as the rest of us <laughs> maybe susan can tell us a dating app for cows is helping livestock breeding farmers Tudder features profiles of animals from across the UK and matches bulls with suitable cows. Farmers view a potential match's photo, age and location and can then swipe right to indicate initial interest. I actually think there's one of these uh, Tinder apps for horses as well, but it's just for riding. Uh, <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> right, that's the end of round three, where we now have all the ingredients we need for our sketches. So I guess I should decide who gets what. Uh, Pat and Patrick, from round one's big news stories, you take Pascal Donoghue and Joanna Lumley. From round two, can you use US attorney Richard Donoghue's line, it is a sentence from which there is no escape and no return, and set your sketch at mass. <laughs> Sharon and Lisa, you can have Mary Lou MacDonald and El Chapo. <laughs> Squeeze in Callum Best's boast, I'm a people person, quite positive, quite cheeky, and a bit of a smart arse at times and set your sketch on a train. OK, guys, off you go to work on your magnificent comedy constructions, but please, try to stay within budget. <laughs> so, while our teams kick around their comedy skits, let's look ahead to see what might make next week's headlines. Please welcome our guest newsreader, comedian Carl Spain. <laughs> Following Declan Rice betraying Ireland to play for the country of his birth, we can now focus on, will Stephen Ireland ever play for us again? 
Stephen Ireland says he can't think of football at the moment following the deaths of all five of his grannies. <laughs> Meghan Markle devastated as her family continue to embarrass her as they sign up for the late, late Valentine special for next year. <laughs> In an attempt to win public sympathy, Simon Harris spotted protesting outside his own home. <laughs> A study has revealed there may be no insects left on Earth by 2119, except for cockroaches and Piers Morgan. <laughs> At the moment, they have no plan Bs. Thank you, Carol Spain. So would you please welcome back our teams, Sharon Mannion and Lisa Garvey, Paddy Courtney and Patrick MacDonald. Uh, Paddy and Patrick, what's in your sketch? Oh, uh, we're going to be we're going to be Pascal Donahue and uh, Joanna Lumley at mass, mm -hmm. and the line we've to squeeze in is from uh, U.S. Attorney Richard Donahue. It is a sentence from which there is no escape and no return. Ladies and gentlemen, Paddy and Paul Patrick. <laughs> Excuse me, is there someone sitting in this seat? It's called a pew, Pascal, you little peasant. <laughs> Do you mean like Star Wars pew as in pew pew, you're dead? That's a terrible joke. Ever thought of writing for the BAFTAs? Oh, you're that one from Ab Fab, aren't you? Yes, darling. Uh, yeah, well, you weren't so Ab Fab the other night, were you? What were you thinking about with that clan film festival joke? A very bad taste. Well, darling, it's a sentence from which there is no escape and no return. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, yes, very good. I see what you did there. Uh, so, uh, why are you in math? Well, I wanted to go somewhere where there'd be no people. And I'm here for forgiveness. Uh, no, forgiveness, don't be such a silly sausage. Uh, you don't have to say sorry. Just blame everything on Simon Harris. Simple. Thanks, sweetie. So, why are you here in the house of God? Yeah, well, I'm pretending to confess my sins over the hospital shenanigans, but uh, I'm just hiding from the guards and the teachers because they're next. That reminds me of a gag I forgot to tell the other night. What is the difference between the nurses and the guards and teachers? Uh, I don't know what is the difference between the guards, nurses and teachers. It, only the nurses can afford to go to Copperface Jacks now. <laughs> I don't get it. Like all my jokes, darling. Uh, thanks, Paddy and Patrick. Sharon and Lisa, remind me what's in your sketch? We have Mary Lou MacDonald and El Chapo. And uh, we are on a train. Okay. And our line is, I'm a people person, quite positive, quite cheeky, and a bit of a smart arse at times. Callum Best's the line. Ladies and gentlemen, Sharon and Lisa. I see you've escaped again on Chapo. It's El Chapo, I keep telling you. <laughs> Sorry we had to take the train, and sorry you had to see me take care of my brother. So much blood splatter. That will make a good Netflix season finale. Um, I, I don't mind. Um, it's still more comfortable than the Belfast Enterprise. Thank you for agreeing to take his package across the border. It's fine. I've done it many times before. Oh, really? 
Yes, my Christmas shopping in Yuri. You know, your predecessor, Jerry, was a good friend of mine. Look, with all due respect, me and Jerry are completely different. You have the same accent. No, he's from the north. Well, kind of south of the north. Well, we're both from the east. Well, I'm from the south. Well, the south of the south. It's complicated, okay? All you Irish sound the same to me. Listen, Chapin. It's El Chapo! I've been catching up on your exploits, mass murder, giant drug cartels, gangland executions. Are you affiliated with any particular party at the moment? <laughs> well, I've been told I'm a lot like Leo Varadkar. I'm a people person, quite positive, quite cheeky, and a bit of a smart arse at times. <laughs> hey, did your friend Jerry ever get my present? Oh, you mean the teddy bear that he keeps taking pictures of and uploading onto social media? Sure, it was a teddy bear. Just a teddy bear. <laughs> oh, well done, Sharon and Lisa. So now it's time for me to decide in this sketchy market whose performance was wonderfully bullish and whose was hard to bear. <laughs> the winners are... Sharon and Lisa! You guys get to go home on El Chapo's famous escape tunnel motorbike. Paddy and Patrick, you have to burrow your own way home. <laughs> That's all for this week. A huge thank you to our guests, Sharon Mannion and Lisa Garvey, Paddy Courtney and Patrick MacDonald. If you want to be part of our live audience, please go to newstalk.com slash events. In the meantime, I'm Pat O'Mahony. This is You Couldn't Make It Up, and we'll see you next time. You Couldn't Make It Up is a Firebrand production funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps.